0: KFC posts these daily podcasts Monday through Friday, so you can have a spiritual snack, some little piece of spiritual nourishment to chew on in your busy day. Today I'd like to continue a discussion we started a couple of weeks ago on fear and faith. So our passage comes from Matthew's Gospel, Chapter 8. And the Word of the Lord says this, Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. And then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man, they asked. Even the winds and the waves obey him. If you were with us on Monday's podcast two weeks ago, you probably remember that we discussed why so many Christians today seem to be dominated by fear. So much so that they're carrying guns, locking doors, and building walls, all in an effort to quiet the inner sense of discomfort that we know as fear. If you listened in, you'll probably recall that we noted that While it's wise to take reasonable precautions against danger, seeking to put fear away by using external means like guns and locks and walls can't really solve the problem because fear is a problem of the heart and no external remedy can assuage fear in the heart. Our conclusion that day was that the only true remedy for the soul sickness of fear is faith, wholehearted trust in God. Depending on him to be our protector. When I recently read our passage for today, I noticed that principle being brought forward again. The disciples were overcome by their fears, the fear of the storm, and their danger was real. Storms on the Sea of Galilee, I'm told, are enough to frighten the most experienced sailor, and the disciples were far from being novices in the skill of handling a boat on Galilee. So the danger that they sensed was quite real. And yet Christ gently rebuked them for their fear, saying, Why are you afraid? You have so little faith. His rebuke, Why are you afraid? is answered when he goes on to say, You have so little faith. Christ's question to the twelve begs an answer for why so many of his disciples today seem to be living in fear. I believe the answer is that we're listening far too often to the world's megaphone. Now, I've noticed that the believers who seem obsessed with fear tend to be the ones who've become hyper-politicized in one way or another. Everything is seen through a partisan political lens by these folks. These people, some on the left and some on the right, it really doesn't make any difference, these people seem to be afraid of almost everything. They're afraid of their government, they're afraid of science, they're afraid of the court system, they're afraid of their neighbor who posts a yard sign from an opposing candidate for office. And it's reached the point where many of these good people, and they are good people, many of these good people don't even trust our local officials. Now where does this mistrust come from? Well, I suggest that it comes from overexposure to secular media. Media voices on the left and on the right manipulate their audience into doing their bidding through creating fear in their listeners' hearts. Everything is a threat, they say. No one can be trusted. The world is out to get you, and you urgently need to be outraged and strike back. Now, Trust in nearly every institution of our society has been destroyed in people's minds, and the result is that people live in constant fear of what's coming next. Now, this is nothing new, and the solution to the problem is also not new. In another incident during a Sea of Galilee storm, the Apostle Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. Everything went well so long as Peter kept his eyes on Jesus. But when he began to look around at the sound and the fury of the storm, fear rose up, and he began to sink. Jesus reached out his hand to catch him, saying, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And he says the same thing to us today. You see, our problem isn't really the dangers around us, real or imagined. That's not the problem, because Jesus is still Jesus. Our problem is the small nature of our trust in Jesus. We trust him enough to go to heaven. But have we somehow become temporary atheists as we wait for him to return Here on earth. Brothers and sisters, these things ought not to be. We need to take our minds and hearts back from the world, once again fixing our eyes on Jesus. Why give so much of our attention to the things of this world? Are there no good Christian books we could be reading instead of watching the news? Have fellow believers stopped writing and recording soul encouraging songs we could be filling our minds with? Are there too few brothers and sisters in Christ to fellowship with around God's Word? Why do we choose to spend so much time with the world and so little time with our Savior? Let's let the Apostle Paul give us a word of exhortation as we close our time today. In Philippians chapter 4, he says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Remember, fix your eyes on Jesus and live in peace as you await his.